I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This episode is brought to you by MeBank, the bank built and supported by industry super funds. Ever wondered about getting a better deal on your home loan? Well, it might be time to get in touch with MeBank. Whatever your investment strategy, you'll find a loan that's right for you with competitive rates and flexible home loan options. So stop wondering and start saving. Call MeBank on 131 563 or visit mebank.com.au. Terms and conditions apply. Now here's the show. Now, what gets me up every morning is, yeah, you know, I just love doing what I'm doing. You know, whether that's interviewing people or planning podcasts or look, look, it's it's all about broadcasting and dissemination of information. You know, I just love what I do. It's not a job for me. It, it's very much a hobby. This is Property Investory, where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset, and strategies. I'm Tyron Sharp and we are back with Kevin Turner who will explain his strategy and mindset around investing in property and share his words of wisdom on the value of loving what you do to succeed. Turner will also demonstrate the importance of keeping an open mind and adapting to change both in the current market climate and in life. In our previous episode with Turner, he shared his journey from radio broadcasting to creating a popular podcast called Real Estate Talk. So, what did you learn from it? Yeah, well, I guess um, the lesson I've learned is that I approach it like many people, I guess, there was no plan. It was like, I'm just going to become a property investor. So, the way you do that is you go out and you find a property that you want to invest in and you buy it. Well, it's not quite the best way to do it there's got to be a strategy to it you've got to understand what type of investor you are um, and then thoroughly research the market to make sure you're getting the right property so it, it is it is it, it is all about the strategy it's all about the type of property that you want to buy at the particular time why you want to buy it um, how long you intend to hold on to it what it is you're looking for out of that property so i you know i, I guess the lesson i've learned is that you really do need to plan this out and treat it like a business it's not a hobby um you know and i see i see so many people make the mistake of saying you know i I want to go in and you know you watch a television show you watch the block or something like that and it looks so easy to go and get a property and renovate it flick it over and and they give you these figures you know these people have made sixty thousand dollars and wow that's all i've got to do it's just not that easy um, and that's the one gripe I've got about some of the shows that we see. And look, they're all good. I enjoy watching them, but you've got to keep your feet on the ground and say, well, you know, what are, did they really cost all their labour into that? Was, you know, are they real figures? Um, you know, if it were that easy, you know, we'd have millionaires 
all over the place. Yeah, but it just does. It just doesn't happen that way. So, uh, and, and for that reason, I think education is is the key. You've really got to educate yourself. You've got to spend money on educating yourself, and you've got to be continually learning. He enthuses how lucky he is to have learned so much from property investors, the opportunity of interviewing them, and also how he is always learning something new. I read a fair bit. Um, I, I think I said in our previous podcast that I learned a lot from the investors who I was dealing with when I was a real estate agent. And I've got to say to you, I mean, in, in later life, I've you know, I'm very lucky because I actually talked to some of the best investors in Australia as part of our podcast series. And, um, you know, Michael Yardney has been a, um, a great inspiration to me over the years. You know, I talk to him every single week. I'm very lucky that I talk to him every week. So I'm always getting ideas from him. Um, you know, there, there are some other great investors who I speak to. So, you know, I've, I, I, I've been to a number of courses um, and read read quite a few books, but I, I actually draw inspiration just from the people I talk to, and and I'm always learning stuff. I'm always, you know, like a, I'm a I'm like a sponge, and like you, when I talk to people, I have to really listen to what they're saying to try and understand it, and I try and put myself in the position of a listener. If someone were listening to an interview I was doing, what question would they want to ask the person I'm talking to? Because being an interviewer is, is not about it's not about me. I'm just the interviewer. I'm the conduit. I'm trying to get all the information out of the person I'm talking to. So therefore, it's not so much what I'd find interesting, it's what the listener would want to know. And and I think the time you think you know it all is when you've got to get out of it because if you're not continually learning and asking the right questions, then you're really wasting your own time. I love it. I love that exact phrase there that you've said. It makes absolute sense. And I think that's the challenge that we all face is there's so much information out there. It's asking the really uh, the right questions to be able to get the answers that you want. And it, it's great that you're able to share this knowledge because you are able to tap into so many great investors and, and minds out there who have that knowledge as well. Some of the, some of the smartest people I've met and spoken to um, will be the first to acknowledge that it's not knowing the answer it's actually knowing the right question to ask and 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 you'll never ever know the right question to ask unless you're very carefully listening to the person you're talking to the best advice turner has received about property investing is to listen carefully to what is being said and not to take it at face value the best one is that you know don't believe everything you hear um if it sounds too good, it probably is. Um, always be prepared to have that um, the BS filter out. You know what? What? What are people telling you? Is is this for real? Um, the one thing I have learned is the people who will tell you that they have invested and they've built a portfolio of 110 properties. Um, you think, wow, you know, wonder how they've done that. Then you dig a bit deeper, as I've had to do trying to find out whether this is for real and you find out that it's not for real. Um, they've either ex- grossly exaggerated. So people, because maybe uh, they've got low self-esteem, they tend to over-exaggerate every situation. Um, and you also find out that they're probably mortgaged to the hilt. Um, you know, they don't have a lot of, lot, of, lot of capital in it. So I think you've got to, 
listen very carefully to what people say. Don't take it all at face value. Um, learn and, um, you know, don't, don't, be, don't be a fool about who you listen to. Mm-hmm. And it's also important to ask the right questions, as you've mentioned as well too, because it allows you to dig deeper into other people's stories. Yeah, just don't, ex- don't accept what they say. Ask, yeah. them, ask them to qualify it. Coming up after the break, Turner will tell us about his investment strategy and how he has no plans to slow down. I don't plan to retire. I think I'll probably die in the studio, to be honest. Um, I, I don't. I have. I, I just. I just get such a thrill out of doing what I'm doing. I, I don't see any reason why I should stop. How you can learn from his research to achieve amazing results with your own property portfolio, and whether you're buying as a principal place of residence or whether you're buying as as an investment. If you buy good blue chip property in areas where people love to live, not because it's just cheap, then I think you'll always do well at it. And that's next. I'm Tyrone Shum and you're listening to Property Investory. This episode is brought to you by MeBank, a different kind of bank built and supported by industry super funds. You could be getting a better deal on your home loan by getting in touch with MeBank. They offer competitive rates and two loan types. One with a range of features including the ability to fix your rate and have multiple offset accounts and another that's nice and simple with no ongoing fees. Both loans provide the flexibility of interest only or principal and interest. So whatever your investment strategy, you'll find a home loan that's right for you. Stop wondering and start saving by giving MeBank a call on 131563 or visit mebank.com.au. Terms and conditions apply. Now back to the show. We have heard from Turner about how it's all about asking the right questions and how he's continually learning. He's going to share the steps of his property investment strategy. It's definitely buy and hold. Um, we're not, we're, we right now, um, I'll be quite frank, we're not in the process of uh, buying and or selling uh, right now we've got our portfolio which you know we're holding on to we're improving it uh, we're spending a bit of money you know improving the properties and improving the income um, and we, we've been for the last couple of years going through the stage of paying in a lot of debt um, so we're that that's the stage we're at in our strategy is pretty much happy with the portfolio we've got and paying down debt um, I'm not that's that's us that's what we're doing right now I'm not saying that's the strategy everyone should use, and I, th- I think that's the, that's the thing I mentioned earlier is that just because I'm doing it doesn't mean that that's right. That's right for us at this point in time with our, you know, where we're at in our lives. Uh, I think you've got to, you know, um, you know, work out what's right for you. It's clear that Turner loves his career, showing no inclination to slow down anytime soon. I don't plan to retire. I think I'll probably die in the studio. To be honest, um, I, I don't. I have. I, I just. I just get such a thrill out of doing what I'm doing. I, I don't see any reason why I should stop. Um, I, I have, you know, we exercise well. We look after ourselves. We, look, you know, we, we eat well. Um, we don't overconsume. So, you know, we're pretty private, Carol and I. We've got a nice family. We're very happy doing what we're doing. So I, I see no reason to change any of that. On his personal habits, he shares with us what helped contribute to his property investing success 
saying that careful planning is always a major factor. I am a highly disciplined person. I think when you do the kind of job that I'm doing, you have to be disciplined. Time management's absolutely critical. Uh, and I think, um, you know, we, we, we very carefully plan what we do. Um, and that's pretty much what we've taken into uh, the way we invest as well. Um, everything's, you know, highly structured. Um, we make sure we only deal with people who we trust. Uh, we're not afraid at, to go and seek outside help. You know, we don't manage our own properties and never have done, never will do. I just think that's that's a huge mistake that you can make. Um, you know, we've got a good team of people we work with when we need them. Um, so, you know, I've, um, I guess they're, they're the lessons I've learned. As an avid reader, Turner encourages listeners to educate themselves as much as possible and recommends Michael Yarny's books as great resources to learn more about the industry. Uh, in anything that deals with property, I, I, I'm sorry to be vague about that, but um, you, you know, I'm, I'm just sitting here looking now at about 40 or 50 books because I'm pretty lucky. Um, I get sent books all the time to review, to feature on the shows. Um, I've, I mentioned Michael Yardney earlier. I've got every one of Michael's books and, you know, I go back over them time and time again. You know, I find them as a great resource. Um, and, and therein is another lesson too. I know with Michael, as I said, I talk to him quite often. And, you know, while a lot of his books are, are reshapes of um, books he's written in the past, there's, he'll always update them, look at, you know, what is happening. Um, and And I think, Two, there's a consistency with a lot of them. You know, he has a five-stranded approach to what he does. And and I think uh, he and a lot of the other smart investors I've spoken to will only look at blue chip property. You know, they don't they're not they're not high speculators. They'll they'll go where they know the market is going to be good. They'll go where they know there'll always be a good demand for property. Um, and whether you're buying as a principal place of residence or whether you're buying as, as an investment, if you buy good blue chip property in areas where people love to live, not because it's just cheap, then I think you'll always do well out of it. So there, I mean, I, I know that was a pretty silly answer to your question about anything to do with property, but, you know, they're all different and they all, you'll get something out of every book. Um, I, I enjoy reading books about, uh, renovation um, about you know why um, about financing and anything that's going to make me smarter is a book that I'd love to pick up and read. Yeah, there's so many. At, at any at any point in time, I got to say, at any point in time, I could be reading up to half a dozen books. So I don't sit down. I'm not the sort of person who sit down every morning for an hour and read the same book until it's exhausted. You know, I I move from books. I move. Books who stimulate me, and if I'm getting stimulus out of it, I'll pick it up and read it for an hour. So that's that's how I consume books. But I will say I've actually um, found a really good program that gives me condensed books, um, and I'm fed those. You can go in and put in to the program what sort of book you like, and it learns from your reading habits. And these are condensed books you can read. You could read two or three books a day and they'll just give you the guts of the book as opposed to having to read the entire book. He also expresses his love and excitement for what he does every day and the reality of how his father had an impact on his own journey. 
No, what gets me up every morning is, um, yeah, I just love doing what I'm doing. You know, whether that's interviewing people or planning podcasts or look, look, it's it's all about broadcasting and dissemination of information. You know, I just love what I do. It's not a job for me. It's um, it's very much a hobby. You know, Carolyn has to quite often come down to the studio and remind me it's time to get up and do a bit of stretching or go and have a glass of water or have a cup of coffee or time for lunch because I think when you lose that. Um, excitement out of what you're doing it becomes a chore I saw my dad who unfortunately is no longer with us but dad could not wait to retire and uh, he just hated the job that he was in Uh, he was a school teacher and I think it's such a shame to because when he retired he he only lasted maybe four or five years before he passed away and I think that's just such a waste to to spend so much of your life doing something that you hate Um, and you know, I've I've actually, as you probably already learned from talking to me, I've had a lot of jobs in my time. I've had changes of career. You know, I was a, a sign writer, then I then I was, you know, uh, sorry, I was a printer, and then I um, went into radio and then into real estate, and you know, I've done lots of things along the way. So I I've had major changes in career, uh, but, but I've always found them to be stimulating, and if something doesn't stimulate me anymore, then I just stop doing it uh, because life is too short. Although he believes in the importance of doing something that you're passionate about in your career, Turner explains why his father remained in a job that didn't make him happy. I remember dad telling me he wanted me to get a trade. You know, like getting a trade was the most important thing you could do. It doesn't matter what the trade is, as long as you've got a trade behind you, which, you know, wasn't right, of course, at the time. That's why I became a printer because dad wanted me to. And I just couldn't wait to get out. Like I just could not wait. And in fact, um, I remember when I finished my trade, we had a big barbecue and I invited all my friends around and I burnt all the papers that I'd had for the four year. Um, apprenticeship as a printer. I just could not wait to get out. And at the time, I had started doing a, a radio course at uh, at 4GR, as I mentioned earlier in the last podcast. And uh, I just could not wait to get out and get my first job in radio because that that was that was my passion. So, uh, you know, I, I guess that was you know what Dad wanted me to do was to to get that trade. And and while I I think I mentioned earlier that some of that has you know, I've been able to use some of that knowledge, but I would no more want to go back and be a printer than fly to the moon. It just just doesn't even excite me. He compares the risks he made throughout his career to buying a house and says you need to keep an open mind and be able to adapt to change. So I, I think you've got to be doing in lot, and you've got to take those risks. You've got to make those changes. It's a bit like, you know, can I just say it's a bit like buying a house. I, I know a lot of people you know, will think, oh, they'll agonise. And I've seen this as an agent. They'll agonise over a decision about a house. and It's like it's a life and death thing. And I've said to many people, look, if if it's not right, if you don't like the colour of the wall, repaint the wall. You know, like this is not a life and death decision. If you get into the house and you find four or five years later that you don't like it, you can sell it. Go find another one. But quite often, you know, we think that some of the decisions we make in life have to be with us forever. Well, they don't because we change and we change as individuals. So therefore, you know, what we like today is not necessarily what we're going to be like, you know, what we will like tomorrow. You've got to go with the moment, you know, seize the moment and do do what it is that excites you. I don't, I don't know that I'll be doing podcasting for the rest of my life, but right now I think I will. But 
you know, for goodness sake, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, you know, we've got a few irons in the fire. We're looking at a few other projects that are bolt on to what we're currently doing. I, I don't know where that's going to take me. Um, so that's the exciting part about it is that these opportunities will come your way all the time. You can't have a closed mind and say, well, I, I just won't do that. Yeah, I think you've got to have an open mind and be prepared to, to adapt and change it. The internet's a classic example. If you'd told me 20 years ago that this is what I'd be doing, I would never have, I wouldn't have believed it. It's a bit like riding a bike. If you'd told me that I could spend nearly 12 hours a week riding a bike because I enjoy it, I would have said, you're crazy. Where am I going to find 12 hours? But I found it and we love it. So never say never. Thanks to the thoughtful input of our guest today, listeners can take away some great advice and tips on property investment. If you wish to contact Kevin Turner to gain more insight into the industry, please do so. Through, through the website, which is um, uh, Real Estate Talk, or if you're a real estate agent, uh, Real Estate Uncut, RE Uncut. But um, yeah, just go to Real Estate Talk and you can send me a, a message through that. All the W's, realestatetalk.com.au. Thanks again to Kevin Turner for joining us in the episode of Property Investory. If you want to hear about his journey, visit our website at propertyinvestory.com. Simply type in the search bar, Kevin Turner, and select that episode to listen and learn more about his story. If you love the show and you're ready to get serious about saving on your home loan, give MeBank a call. MeBank is the bank built by industry super funds, famous for their competitive rates and flexible home loan options. So, whatever your investment strategy, you'll find the loan that's right for you. Call MeBank on 131 563 or visit mebank.com.au. Terms and conditions apply. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.